0: This is the sound of Worlds Beyond Number.
1: Last we left uh, here in the world of Umora, we had our incredible uh, heroes once again rejoined after many long years from the childhood they shared together. In the cottage of Grandmother Wren, Uh, Suvi and Ame reconnected with a stranger at the door. A wanderer, the man in black, the king of night, as some call him, who has held his breath since the dawning of the world. That figure shook the foundations of the house, shattered Suvi's sending mirror, and when asked Uh, when he asked if he could enter, Ame told him to return. And when he asked her to name a day, she said in one year's time. And he vanished and night left with him. Uh, Quickly realizing that you needed to find Wavebreaker, uh, the sword last left in the care of Ursulon, the spirit that you had befriended in childhood and grew up alongside, you rushed back, uh, you rushed to the shrine where, uh, you, uh, found, uh, Mr. Soup! You found Mr. Soup, a.k.a. Dalmai, the spirit of the stream, that helped you find a familiar and a fox that had been waiting for the death of the rooster Taro for (laughs) so long to get him some chickens! Uh... (laughs) Uh, the fox showed up, and in being seized by the witch, Ame was granted the power of speech and made her familiar. Uh, every witch has a different process of uh, <laughs> uh, binding a familiar to their service. And a deal was struck, a ma- promise of magic, and seeing that magic was the ability to do all kinds of nonsense, essentially, the fox said, <laughs> sign me up, and uh, was able to track the scent. Of your long lost true friend Ursulon. You arrived at God, I want to call it the Hay Festival. Um you, <laughs> hey. uh, you, arrived, uh, you arrived at a fair Got him. You arrived at a fair in the city of Joris where the play of Sir Gallant and the Princess Bryony uh, was being held. And of course, knowing the secret origins of Ursulon, that many may not yet know. Perhaps some part of you expected to see him in the role of the wonderful Sir Gallant, to only have your hearts broken when wearing his true form in a mockery of costume, Ursuline walked on stage to play the part of the ogre. Rushing backstage, uh, you found your friend changed into his human glamor. You Recovered Ame's music box, a gift to him in childhood that was kept in the wagon of Professor Adelaide, the magician ringmaster oh. of this troupe of performers, uh, shattered his little false, magical bric-a-brac bah. And Ame uh, talking to Ursuline in the tent. Suvie so returned, you discovered that Ursuline had parted in the many years since you last saw him with Wavebreaker. But in that moment of sharing the shame that had prevented him from returning home, you reminded him that with the sword missing and having been reunited, your friend had a quest. start with those words and the significance of them that may still somewhat elude us as the thought of a quest weighs heavy on the mind of Ursuline. Where do we see Ursuline thinking uh, on a quest as we come back to the festival?
2: Uh, Ursuline has kind of uh, in the same place that uh, all of the uh, horses and mules that drag the carts uh, along the uh, along the the uh, the fairs, like general travel route, uh, where they sleep. He does as well, um, and so he has come back to his kind of little area in that space, and is kind of picking through what little he brings with him from town to town.
1: Uh, Sufi and Ame, go ahead and give me a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Twenty-one. Ooh. What sort of items, if any, litter the area around this nest? I think
2: there are probably several empty bottles of uh, alcohol or, like, quart, like you know, quarter left bottles of drink. Um, I think maybe, like, a several, like, flyers or different trinkets. I've got uh, maybe another change of clothes that aren't, but they're not, like, they're just thrown. You see, like, another pair of pants, another shirt. Um you know my my fake sword that i use for the show um, and then a few like different trinkets and tokens and things that i that are clearly from like oh in this town something like you know little little uh what's the what do you call tchotchkes? the uh, Tchotsky's
1: knickknacks Knickknacks bric a brack souvenir souvenir
2: yeah all of these <laughs> <laughs> i'll take them all what you gonna call it i got one of each <laughs> i got a chatski i got a souvenir <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm I think Ursulan looks through the clothes that he could bring um but I think he's so thrilled to have the music box back that I think he kind of takes a look around the area and I think is moving hay around ugh, no 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 need for that uh, uh, just like picking up different things being like and throwing them back down
3: I am Throughout this, staring at Ame like, see, it can be done. Cuts can be made.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, when he needs another pair of pants in the town, where's that going to be?
3: Here. That
1: is a glamour. Uh, As you say, that is a glamour, (laughs) you hear a voice behind you say, a what? And you look up and see Oscar uh, without his like shiny fake armor on, walk up and say, a glamour? What's a glamour? What?
2: It How? is a form that I use.
1: What, Ursula? Wow, wow! You're out of your makeup fast. Wow.
2: Uh, uh, yes, Oscar. I come in. I put a, sh- a hand on his shoulder. Um,
1: hey, is everything all right? I, I hope. I-, I don't think I messed up any of my lines. No, Oscar. You were fine.
0: Oh, good. Sue and now I may look at each other. Uh,
1: the show uh you see the Oscar like you're looking at the guy Oscar, he's sort of a little bit like wiry. The the armor kind of makes him look a little bit bigger. Uh <laughs> but he's like a handsome guy, he's just like an actor who uh uh seems like uh, someone at least who out of all the people at this fair was the one person who came looking for his friend who like ran off. So he goes, um goes, the show ended, I actually think pretty okay. Uh uh you know, Agnes sort of vamped for a while. How and did she do? Oh, the she's... times
2: she has tried before have been poor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she she probably should have gone to look for you. I, I just, I don't know. So there was someone heckling from the audience I couldn't see, and mm. I just mm. tried to sort of agree with whatever they were saying and then took off backstage and... Uh, but it ended up going okay. Um, We had the kids uh, just throw the tomatoes at a tree and they seemed, you know, new kids, they didn't know that they were missing anything, so they just got to throw tomatoes. They were happy about that. (laughs) That is good. Um, Are Are you okay? I am fine. In
2: fact, I'm better for my friends being here and I believe I will be leaving with them now.
1: Oscar looks at you and remembers the, the energy you came backstage with. And you see, he sort of squares up a little bit and goes, um, you, uh, yeah, well, well if, you're, if, if you're going out drinking with your friends, that's fine, and, uh, and you can let me.
2: Uh, your th- assumption is incorrect. I will be going out for some time, a long time. I will not be playing the ogre in the production anymore.
1: <laughs> if it's if you're
2: worried about the role. Uh, we- glamour comes off. Uh.
3: Oh! <laughs> no, no, I immediately lunge for him in cover.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, hey, look at us, look at us.
2: It's okay. This
0: is all perfectly normal.
3: This is who I am.
0: You're <laughs> uh, uh, uh. not a monster. If, you are,
3: if you're not quiet, I will make you quiet. Uh, oh, Suvi. What? This is an honored friend.
2: I am a spirit, Oscar.
3: And you let people throw vegetables at
2: him? I, I had agency in the matter. Oscar and you know jb to an extent have shown me a kindness a form of oh, kindness i
3: am the, I'm the stupidest man in the world see he's nodding
1: no oh you are a spirit oh my god you're a spirit you're a spirit i i i I can't believe it. I, I I can't believe it. I used to sit at my window when I was a kid and hope one day that a spirit would come out of the forest and I would see one performing <laughs> what, what, what almost two years?
2: Yes, you've been hitting one with a sword especially hard in Fight 3 for 2
1: years. Well, that's the I mean that's the big finale. You have to sell the Yes,
2: but the jump attack is not necessary. I, the what? Here, demonstrate.
3: No, don't. Okay, I,
1: I. So, if you're a spirit, and you see he looks because the glamour's gone away, but he's still looking at kind of the dirty nest of hay around mules with bottles and stuff, and he goes, "So how much? If you've been the ogre the whole time, mm-hmm. then how much else is is any, is anything else?" Wait, wait. Is your name Bear or no? (laughs)
2: Uh, Here, Oscar, come. I need help finding something in the uh, in the hay. Uh, I start to like uh, plot around in it. Um, I've been uh, when I was young for you, for people like you, uh, a child in my world, but not of an age that would be child like in yours I through play with my siblings stumbled into this mortal world Um, and in that time met a man who was a knight much like the one you play
1: you meant but a
0: a real knight this was a long time ago time works differently
3: for them
1: Okay, so real knights, I mean, that's, you know, the, the world, so this, this was ages ago, ages and ages
2: ago. Mm, yes. Okay. And after meeting this knight uh, was gifted uh, this, uh, and I uh, hold out the pauldron, that I wear during the show. Um,
1: He extends a hand to it and then almost like withdraws his hand, like it's disrespectful to even touch it. He looks at it and just goes, that did always look a little bit too good for JB. (laughs) Yes. Um, But he gave me this
2: and I returned to my world uh, and showed it to my many siblings. Um, and their reactions to this gift I had received from the knight whose name was Curran were such that I realized that my world was not enough at least at that moment for me and that the things I sought things that I saw in this night were what I desired and so I came back, and in the coming back was trapped here.
1: Trapped here by who? And you see here, he like looks at the two magical people that are standing near him, wondering if they are, you can see him wondering if you are really like his friends or not, and if the trapping is happening. He's looking at a witch and a wizard, and is like, well, trapping spirits. uh."
0: We tried to help him return to his home, but the doorways between the realms don't quite work the way we want them to. In fact, we don't know how they work.
1: This is all so much. Well, did you try to find Sir Curran, or...?
2: I did, but time had shifted in such a way that I did not find Sir Curran. But instead I found... them. Oh I came back seeking the things I had thought most represented knighthood a honor a, a quest um and foolishly left the comforts of my of a home I shared with Ame and a uh, another family figure to me Grandmother Wren. Um, and in that leaving, uh, have come to learn that those things are much harder to come by.
1: I suppose I understand, but I sort of don't. Kids are supposed to wander off to Ferry where they find wine and dances and things like that. What's so special about coming here? I mean, I just can't imagine... I, I, I don't know. I just can't imagine there being something that great and powerful spirit like you would find worthwhile in a place like this. And he gestures at the hay and the mules and the barn and the wagons all clustered around.
2: Indeed, there are many things that this realm lacks, but amongst the disappointments, there are a couple bright spots.
0: Ame puts her small hand... In our salon's big one. If he allows it.
2: Yes.
1: Well, be awful sad to see you go, pal. But I, knowing what you are, I couldn't rightly ask you to stay and and it's a strange thing it's a strange thing to even have a wizard or a witch come to the show at all let alone to find out that you've been playing foils with a with a spirit of a, a wild one straight out of stories
2: well perhaps it'll be the next show you do I mean it's likely the company will fall to you well, j p is taken off into the night
1: what? how do we all get paid? Wait, who's j b uh professor adelaide <laughs> oh 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 we gotta we gotta find professor adelaide oh i'm oh i okay i can uh, chasing down a manager i do know how to handle i am an actor. I can find out how to do that <laughs> um you see he he says. I don't, I don't rightly know what it is you're looking for, but I sure hope you find it. And if you've got a wizard and a witch helping you, I, I, hopefully it won't take that long. Indeed. I'm in good company. Well, this has been a strange day. And you see the fox goes, you're telling me. And the guy goes, <laughs> ah!
4: and, <screams> again. <laughs> uh, and
2: I think it's Oscar uh, Lee or... Uh, perhaps turns to leave yeah. I think uh, Ursuline does eventually find what he's looking for uh, and it's a pair of women's underwear um, <laughs> that he holds up and looks at his friends uh, these were left here um, <laughs> and I have no use for them but
3: would you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> would either of you? Uh, I
0: mean you never know when they could come in handy
3: CV is doubled over laughing
2: what is, what is so good? Would you like them? No, thank you. It seems. What? I have had them for some time.
0: <laughs> Who let, You know what? Uh, yeah, here. Ame takes it and takes no it in way. the bag. No <laughs> Why?
2: Good.
1: Ame's bags are so full. <laughs> They're so full. <laughs> Ame's bags are so full. Oscar turns to leave. Uh, Nods good luck to you one last time. Thank you for your kindness
0: thank you for taking care of our honored friend. Uh, and Ami pulls out, um, from her satchel a little, uh, a pin. It's a a little metal pin uh, in, in the shape of a diamond and, uh, hands it to Oscar and says, uh, wear that for your next performance. Um, and if there's Every time that you feel that you need a little extra boost or or a little extra inspiration, uh, just touch it and think of
1: us. You see, he grasps it, and you watch some like childhood wish come true on his face as he's received a gift from a witch. He goes, "I'll I'll treasure it and hold on to it always.
3: Thank you." Your manager took off. That way, and I
1: point to the fields. It's not even where. It's not even where there's any town centers in that direction. All right. Well, he can't have gotten far. (laughs) Disagree. He he puts the pin on, and he runs back, and you hear him just shouting amongst the tents. And he's like, "All right, team, troop, gather together. We're gonna have to fan out (laughs) to find JB." <laughs> and um, in, the, in the silence of night, uh, the fox looks up at you in your now true form. and goes, hey there.
2: Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Do you have something I might call you by?
0: I still think that the best shot so far was cinnamon.
1: But that's a word. Cinnamon's a thing. Are you... <laughs> Spicy. I just so I've by the way, yeah. I've been tracking your scent for a long time. Oh. Congratulations on a very pleasant scent to track. Oh. oh. Thank you. Uh and uh I'm still I've l i am still i have I learned to talk mm-hmm. instantly. And there's a lot of it that's just sort of seems to be me getting most of it right, but there's some other stuff that I really don't catch on to. I don't know why I need some... It hasn't been impressed upon me why I need something to be called by. How about Pip? How do we get your attention?
2: You have it right now. If we did not have it. Like, if you had your back to us. Okay. How would you know that we were were speaking to you, Fox, and not one of the people standing beside you?
1: Wouldn't you just call me the fox or a fox?
0: What if there's a bunch of other foxes that you're hanging out with? Okay,
1: so we're going to go to all this trouble in case we're in a, a place with tons of foxes and you're just trying to talk to me.
0: It could happen.
1: I have been, I have run with thousands of foxes before. Ooh. Thousands Thousands of foxes, of foxes <laughs> in the summer months.
2: <laughs> you see? Wow.
1: The, wait in the oh the sea in the sea?
0: No, I said yes, sea. It, oh, it yeah, would
1: like happen. a sea of foxes <laughs> that I ran alongside. Yeah.
2: So I will not have you besmirch my friends for suggesting this simple possibility.
1: All right. That it, there would be a couple more foxes. Great. Okay. All right. If you if it, hey, <laughs> WASH it. <laughs> the fox sinks down, stomach on the ground, ears flat on his head, and rolls over and shows his stomach to Ursula. <gasps>
2: All right, you can flip back over.
1: Thank you for letting me me flip back over.
2: I have
0: (laughs) never heard him shut up for that long.
2: Um, That's true. I don't like talking that way. It's just, it was a great summer. The one we spent with, it was thousands of foxes. I mean, it was annoying because it was hard to get any food into your mouth. By the time it even got close, there were two foxes on you ripping. Anyway, Uh, I'm going to grab a foil off, a, a practice like the mm-hmm. stage foil, yeah. break off the safety tip, uh, and look to my friends. I'm ready to go. Our journey will take us to Port Talon.
1: Port Talon? Um, as both of you understand, Port Talon is a couple hundred miles up the coast. Like, I think, mean, Suvi, this, this is the kind of logistical thing. Like, yeah. Ame's not a traveler, but you would immediately know that there's two sort of realities that face you. Port Talon's on the same coast, but it's on the far end of the island, right? Akam mm-hmm. is a, a longer, kind of a, a long bar of an island, sort of. Um, and uh, Port Talon is facing the same direction on the same coast. So you're in a port town right now. So, There's the possibility of traveling by ship, finding, finding passage on a ship headed there, uh, which, you know, is... Gonna definitely be way faster, but then you're trying to find passage on a ship, and that's always a little bit troubling because you're on someone else's turf. And I think even though you know more about logistics than Mm. the other folks here, potentially there's like you're on someone else's turf, and you're suddenly you're at sea. Um, Or there's traveling up the length of the island, like going through the roads and fields, and you can hug the coast where there'll be more cities and towns, or you can take like an inland road that's maybe more of like a straight shot, that will go through some more thicker forests. But this being your sort of only lead to follow, to try to recover the sword, uh, you're faced with sort of an interesting set of choices. Everything in me wants to suggest...
3: That we take a boat. (gasps) Yes. Oh, that was easy. I have never.
0: I mean, this is my first time seeing the ocean, and and to be on it, that's.
3: That would be. I. I. Yes. Let's take a boat. Is that okay with you?
2: I'm open to a boat, yes.
1: Okay. Do I get a vote?
3: No. Okay. Do you know what a boat is?
1: No. Wait, boat, boat, boat. Yeah. So it's sort of, like a, sort of like when a leaf's floating on a stream, but it's big, and it's so big you can stand on it? <sighs> yeah. I don't know why I know what these
3: things mean either. I am fascinated by the magic that makes you understand things.
0: It, the, the important part is that he does, and he's got a mouth on him.
1: Got a mouth, mouth on him, mouth
0: on him? You know idioms. You know them, don't pretend that you don't.
1: Yeah, I do have a mouth on me. (laughs) Licks his fangs. (laughs) Stand here at the festival uh, and look out at Joris and the harbor down below. Uh, Probably the work will be mostly stopped here in the dead of night, but there will be some late night people either loading or unloading ships down there. Maybe some ships that have to get ready to sail very early with the tide. Uh, What would you like to do in this moment? Also, being probably somewhat tired yourselves, having journeyed long to find Ursula here.
0: I'm sure there'd be a place that would be willing to show hospitality to a witch.
1: Absolutely. Go ahead and give me an investigation check with Advantage, if you'd be so kind.
0: Fourteen, but I do have uh, the feature Rustic Hospitality.
1: Ooh! Ooh. Um, so, uh, I think that, like, uh, before going to the big city, you walk out a little bit from the festival, uh... you so you've sort of dropped your glamour. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you walk off, you see that there's a small farmhouse uh, that has a little candle lit in the window. Um, and you see that they have a small child. There's, like, a little baby in a crib, and the candle is lit because the baby's sort of crying throughout the night, and you approach sort of in, later in the night as a sort of uh, lovely-looking mother wearing, like, a thick gown and a thick sort of rustic robe uh, holds a child and looks out through the window of the farmhouse to see you at the end of this small, dusty drive. There are a bunch of sunflowers around here and a little sort of rickety brown fence. Uh, and she looks and beholds you. Um, uh, what do you do as you catch the eye of this farmer?
0: Um, I wave to her and I give a little short bow of my head. Um, and I suppose that she can't read lips, but I make gestures to, as if to show her, uh, do you need Hell? Uh,
1: you see that uh the, the farm the farm door opens. Uh where are Suvi and Ursulan as this is happening? Uh I
2: step to the side and kind of uh get low. Cool.
1: Um you see she opens the door, uh, and you're standing at the edge of the little uh path, so probably only about like 30 feet away, and you see the farm wife looks up and goes, uh, Hello there, Miss. You're um
3: A witch, yes. Oh. And
0: uh, my friends and I are traveling far, and we have an awfully long way to go, but we would ask if we could impose upon you for uh, some bedding for the night, even if you have a stable, uh, anything. And in return, I would love to be able to help you, perhaps with your child, quiet her and make her feel safe.
1: Um... The babe picks up a little bit, and you see that uh, the woman uh, steps down the steps and says, of, of, of course, miss, uh, I, I, I wouldn't th- dream to turn a witch away in an hour of need. Um, and uh, she steps down, uh, invites both of you up uh, into the house, um, and you see looks up at you, uh, and you're sort of farther away from the city at this point, and she looks at you and says, "Oh." My goodness, are you a queen? Uh, no, <coughs> thank you.
3: I uh, just a wizard, and I give a deep informal bow. Oh, a
1: wizard and a witch! <laughs> um see, she like goes into the farmhouse. Uh, uh she says, oh, this, the, "The stable or, or the house, you can stay wherever you like, and um, if, it, if, if it should please you." Um, she points off to, to a sort of small room in the farmhouse. Um, you know, there's not like, sort of like a living room here, it's, it's mm-hmm. sort you know. Um, I look back at you, Ursulon.
2: Ursulon uh, motions like he'll go around the house.
1: Um, hm. Uh, You go look around the house and you see that there is a small garden with a lot of like radishes and root vegetables and things like that. And at the back of the house, there is a uh, overhang of the roof that covers a nice collection of firewood. And behind that stack of firewood, there's a nice little layer of like moss and wood chips.
2: I make a weird pillow out of moss and wood chips like I've done many times
1: <laughs> uh, And you go uh, curl up and snooze out there. Um, w- if
0: it please you, we would love to stay in your lovely home.
1: Um, you see she smiles, and uh, as you approach, uh, you see that uh, the small child in her arms looks up at you and stops crying. Its eye is just so good and wide. Its a little baby face, very neutral, and looking with the kind of the wonder and amazement that babies regard a lot of things with. Um, and she says, oh, she stopped crying. Uh, go ahead and give me a medicine check. May
0: I also use uh, my... Herbalism kit. Oh, actually, yes. Go ahead and give me an herbalism
1: kit, Jack. Seventeen. Uh, yeah. You uh, you look at the baby. Um, uh, she's just teething. Um, and it's a pretty simple thing. You can like, uh, uh make a little. Th- it's probably just like a couple little cloves or something else oh. that you make a little tincture out of. And uh, uh yeah, it's just a, a a little teething baby. Um. Uh, the mother looks up at you and says, uh. Oh, and and offers for you to hold the child if you want.
0: Yeah, I I, I tentatively uh, hold out my hands and take the baby in my arms and I rock her and coo a little bit. Do people Whoa. just
3: offer you babies all the time? Yeah, I'm pretty good cool with babies. Wow,
1: uh, you ahead. see this? The, that uh, the woman <laughs> sort of touches her cheeks, looking like for all the world. <laughs> I got a witch to touch my baby. Um, uh, talk of the town. Talk of the town. <laughs> um, and she rushes off and, and gets some clothes, I uh, guess some like bed clothes mm-hmm. to dress and mm-hmm. a couple of little rolls to like roll out on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be some some uh, uh, rustic living that ah. Sufi has not encountered in a minute. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. In, we were in a
3: city with, like while she's gone, I was just like, we were in a city with ends. We could pay money. And then sleep, (laughs) not on the ground, is the thing.
0: Yeah, but then I wouldn't have gotten to meet this
1: baby. Hello? Hello? Uh, You see the uh, the farm wife (laughs) makes this, and uh, you see there, she's like, "Uh, we don't have much, but what little we have, you're welcome to. And uh, puts two Uh, little heels of bread uh, on plates in front of you. uh, And um, I think prepares you for a night of sleep. A little tincture helps the baby uh, with the pain It goes to sleep. Uh, And outside, I think Mm -hmm. Ursuline looking up uh, Mm -hmm. at the nighttime sky, the wind blows. And I think you feel something in the air you haven't felt in a long time. Mm -hmm. Of just a feeling of when you first left Grandmother Wren's house, you were looking for something. And you've encountered failure and shame. And now you're trying to write that. And I think I'm interested in what that feels like for Arsalan.
2: Uh, definitely. I think there's a. Uh, he's held on to these things for so long. That they've now become a part of him. Uh, and I think in this moment, uh, there is a, there is the feeling of th- that they don't, there is the chance for them not to be as they were not the summer he spent. To be with his true friends again is a reminder that there is a there is a time and there is a place in which he did not hold these things as close as he does.
5: Quiet, let's let our protagonists take some well-earned R and R and R. The third R is for a really good Patreon, which is what we have at Worlds. Shh, quiet. Don't move. Let them sleep. Hi, Producer Taylor here. I'm uh, just, In case you're new to the show, if you're just joining us, or perhaps you're hearing this years in the future when mankind has vanished from the face of the earth, even still, you should know there's a lot of really cool stuff waiting for you at the Worlds Beyond Number Patreon Uh, number one first and foremost the star of the show folks it's the Children's Adventure if you haven't heard it yet the Children's Adventure is eight episodes um, that that catalogs how uh, the, the heroes first met all those years ago at Grandma Wren's Cottage and how the players and Brennan built their characters from scratch it's pretty great Uh, You know, it's pretty good Also, we got the Fireside Chat Our talkback show for every episode that comes out And pretty soon, we'll be releasing a whole children's adventure retrospective And there's cool things coming Uh, In the future, there'll be merch And, and, uh, you know, VIP access to early access to live show tickets And live stream tickets and stuff like that Uh, And soon, I'll be releasing some deleted scenes For patrons only from the first few episodes Uh, And wouldn't you know it We just scheduled our first recording session for a new game. A not D&D game. With the new Game Master. Hmm. Should I tell them more? No. They would yell and scream and we'd wake up little Ursula we don't wake up little Ursula. So look. Do yourself a favor. Come visit us over on Patreon. The World's Beyond number Patreon. Where dreams come true. (laughs) Dreams because of the sleep.
1: The following day, uh, leaving from the happy little farmhouse that you stay in...
3: I leave a gold piece on the counter. (laughs) Uh, Do you do it so that I
0: see it or so that I don't? Absolutely
1: not. Absolutely not. You leave what is truly like you know, a significant fraction of the yearly income of this house <laughs> sitting on the, uh, sitting on, uh, uh, sort of the mantle before you leave. We also woke up early and was just kind of pressed to digitating,
3: like a pile of dirty laundry. I like, God, ha- I have to have a task.
1: I'm, I'm better with a task. <laughs> Well, <laughs> this is good. Uh, the, yeah, the, the farm wife fully can't believe it. Everything is clean. It's like, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, whatever whatever sort of customs and traditions allow you to invite a witch into the house are going to be supercharged in this <laughs> back of the woods for a while. Like, they, they, they took care of my crying baby and I woke up and all the linens was done. The, <laughs> uh, um, um, uh, the next morning... Uh, It is a busy day down at the harbor. Uh, Bells ring and gulls caw. Down here, this close to the water, there is a briny, rich smell. A lot of, not just the wide sea itself, but also a lot of other adventuresome, but less than flattering smells. The smells of sort of the... Slurry of foam uh, under the in- the industry of the different tanneries and fisheries that come in. The smell of fish uh, up in the market stalls around this uh, around this part of the docks. Uh, you see that there are broad sheets of like laundry over the alleyways from people that live up things. It's sort of this part of the harbor. Everything on the ground floor is a storefront, and then people are just packed into the upper stories of these houses, like multiple families living in the same like row, like row home apartment kind of thing. Uh, It is just jammed up here. Um, You're here in the mid morning of a fish market, lots of people coming down and uh, the city is large enough too that you see a lot of people that are down here are probably like shopping for bigger houses. There's people that are like uh, servants and staff that have come down to buy something for some of the other people around here. and you see there are a number of ships in the harbor. You look and see that there are no official Imperial ships, but nope. there are many ships that have uh, the flags of Empire, the ability to, like, sail into Imperial ports, yep. um, which is a nice way in, in terms of, like, someone to talk to. Uh, but no military ships are here. Great. Um you uh, see, there are a number of smaller fishing vessels, and uh, off the top of your head, you would guess that there are probably two paths available to you here of going to the Imperial ships that will probably be favorable to you, but may not be headed from here to another local port, maybe headed from here farther afield, right? Um, uh, and then there are smaller vessels that you can see are native. They have sort of the wide, more circular prows of the boats that they build here on a calm. That they have the sort of curlicue of, like, the figurehead on the mast. And usually, like, a single square sail or, like, a couple, like, you know, one or two smaller sails. Not these, like, imperial tall ships with, like, rows and rows and rows of sails and minor sails and things like that. Um, so... There might be some ships that are more quickly on their way to Port Talon with less of a conversation or it's less of an ask, but they would not be the Imperial ships. Yeah. Uh,
3: I think all of her, there's just a very weird and bratty countenance. Uh, Okay, so I think the plan here is uh, I will move to one of these Imperial ships and command it to drop us off at Port Talon on its way to wherever it's going. I don't super care. Sound good?
0: They sell so many different kinds of fish here that I have never seen it in my life
3: before. Interesting.
2: So you can simply command ships to take you where you want to go?
3: That should be how that works. I haven't actually done it, but it should be how it works. I
0: wonder what kind of things
3: seagulls say. What are... Okay, I'm just gonna talk over her head to you. Great. Right. How are we feeling?
2: Good. I if you, I I'm happy to watch you command.
3: Huh. Okay. Get a little get a little puffy, a little huffy, and start marching off towards the biggest imperial like coded ship. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, this can only go well.
2: I'm assuming it it can only go well.
0: There's a man doing a shell game in a corner
1: booth. I am intrigued. Please Please no. You head off towards one of the Imperial tall ships uh, and you see this massive ship in the deepest water part of the harbor, many large tall sails atop it. And you see that this has about two rows of cannon ports on it. And you see each of the cannon ports has a small blue disc with a silver drake outlined on it and you recognize these as being spell caps for the cannons behind them you think this vessel might be like a merchant marine or some sort oh. of like privateer sort of thing where it was a merchant vessel that has the has maybe been like deputized or gang pressed into some wartime service perfect they're
3: good at listening to directions And I'm just going to march up the gangplank and uh, look for anyone that makes eye contact with me. Uh,
2: Ursulan is right behind you, but like, even Ursulan at this point is like looking left, looking right, being like, "Do we just we just walk on? We're just walking on. All right."
1: Uh, you see that uh, a quartermaster is calling out. Uh, you see sailors, men and women, moving crates up the gangplank. And you see there is a uh, dark-skinned, uh, gray-bearded, sneering, barking kind of sea captain up there. Uh, see sort of white breeches, long gray coat, uh, silver buttons, a sort of golden shirt underneath it, um, and a uh, sort of maritime cap on... Uh, barking out and saying like, time and tide, time and tide, come on, let's see some movement. Um, and, uh, whips around to see you, clocks the staff immediately, and says, uh, uh greetings. Uh, uh, greetings, uh, uh, your excellency. Uh, your excellency.
3: You can call me Suvi. Uh,
1: Sufi, I'm Captain Karkoth, uh, the captain of the uh, the Capria. Uh, is there? Uh, we weren't expecting any. We weren't expecting anything, <laughs> sir.
3: Captain, where are you headed?
1: Uh, well, we're uh, making back for Caro and the Empire.
3: I have a favor to ask.
1: Ah. Uh it, oh, if if you seek for passage to Caro, then by all means we can provide it. Uh, uh, no no questions asked a, a friend of the citadel is a friend. I would love to be a friend of the Citadel.
3: <laughs> and ah, oh, got the smug look she has shot over her shoulder to her friends. This is perfect. Okay, uh, on the map,
1: where's Caro in relation to Port Talon? Please. Uh to our listeners, I'm holding a piece of paper with a world map <laughs> <drama>. So <laughs> there's Joris where you are now. Mm-hmm. Port Talon is directly northwest up the coast. Caro is right there. That's on the way? My brain feels like that's on the way. In the in the way that moving uh. along the circumference of a circle is like moving closer to the center, sure. Uh. So Joris and Port Talon are very close together. Port Talon is directly northwest and Caro is directly northeast. It is to give our listeners an idea uh, if you drew a straight line from Caro all the way across the ocean to Port Talon, it would be like moving along the circumference of a circle to get to Joras. It is, it is. But you did say north both times, so that does
3: feel. Better than it. It could be worse.
2: Hey, for all of you at home, it ain't even close. uh, (laughs) uh, Hey, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talk going on. It ain't even close. It's
1: not good. They don't feel like
2: they're in the same direction.
1: If you had a really long skinny isosceles triangle, yeah, that's exactly what. If you had a really long skinny isosceles triangle, it would be like It would be an acute triangle. (laughs) It would be like well, getting from one of the little short stubby corners to the other little short stubby corner, that's not out of the way. And it's like no, that's out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, But the the captain looks and says, passage for you and and your companions uh, to to Carol. We'll we'll, we'll manage it. I'll kick some of these layabouts uh, out of their hammocks. I'll kick them off the ship if they can't get a move on! Captain. Sorry?
3: (laughs) I am doing critical business for the Empire, but that takes me to Port Talon. And I know the Citadel will be deeply grateful if the imposition my destination provides would be
1: overlooked. This is gonna to come to persuasion and the staff in your hand is gonna give you advantage. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. But because this guy is fundamentally a captain working for a merchant company, yeah. and you're asking him to do something that will put him uh, behind in a big way, the DC is gonna be 20. So you're one with advantage, DC's 20. Okay, okay,
3: okay, persuasion. I got a plus two. This is doable. We could do you this. got
1: this. got this.
3: You've
2: done. You've already had this.
3: I you not do it? got a. 13.
1: 13. So you see, he looks at you and says, uh, to. to Port Talon. Uh. Your Excellency, Sufi, as you asked. as you asked oh. me to call you instead. Uh. the. I. The, I. I uh, was as someone who wishes more than anything to be a friend of the citadel uh, I would be happy to refer you to one of the captain's uh, local captains here that that may will already be on their way the way if we will uh, unless the Citadel... unless you could could can you write a, a note of exchange or a, a checker for a checker for uh, uh, for me to uh, potentially you know, in, because we will be fined for being late to to the dock. But if you could, uh, uh, it would s- simply, you know, th- th- uh, th- maybe something twenty five hundred imperial marks.
3: Oh, ooh, Bleh. um, you know what? I <clears throat> I appreciate you fielding this conversation, and I would love a recommendation.
2: Ursuline's fully put his stuff down. (laughs)
0: And and
2: like looking over, being like, wow, it's quite large, this ship. Where will we stay? Will we be down here? And at this
0: exact moment, Ame actually walks up uh, up the gangplank with her arms full of shells. I'm like, look what I got! Oh, uh, hello. Uh, you can put those down
2: to... over there oh, if you sorry. want. He said they'll be clearing out several hammocks for us.
1: Oh, uh,
4: lovely!
0: Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. Um, uh, you see, says I don't. <laughs> would you get those shells from down in the harbor? Uh huh. Get the. You see, looks down at like mm-hmm. all the flotsam and weird, gross harbor water, and is like, all right, well, uh. Yeah, I see you're on important empire business. Critical. Critical. So, uh, you see, he he looks over. uh, Give me an insight check. Uh, 17. Uh, the 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 dough is getting thin, you know, are, yeah, yeah, because yeah. because you're wielding a ton of status, but also you're like walking up out of the fish market as yeah. an important wizard, and there's a certain degree of him going like, now, is this what would happen? Um, fox,
0: if, fox,
1: uh, fox we comes are, up. Yeah. Uh, fox is. Almost breaking his neck, dragging a grouper sized fish <laughs> along the street. <laughs> I'm, gonna <eat> for weeks. <laughs> I'm gonna eat for weeks. Can you believe this? Just lying around, just lying there. Oh, wow, that is the smell is potent. I gotta, I gotta eat this whole thing before anyone finds
3: it.
2: Suvi, <laughs> where can we put our no, uh, no,
3: we're not gonna wait. Uh, the good captain, we have to go. Uh, he will recommend us to an, a different boat, but we cannot disrupt the wheels of industry for the Empire.
1: No, the wheels, they got to go. They got to go. Um, I, I know 2500 is a steep price, but uh, there's a ship uh, down the harbor that you should be able uh, to... Uh, that was definitely headed on its way to Port Talon. Um, and he points to a local a sort of Akami ship and says, uh, That's the Rhone down at the end of the harbor. And that'll be able to take you to Port Talon and, and for, 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 you know, uh, uh, jump change
2: for, for nothing at all. Well, it was nice to meet you, Captain.
0: This is the first boat that I have ever been on. Same. <laughs> Same.
1: And you weren't actually allowed to be on it, but you got up there. <laughs> and that's uh and I and I commend you, friends of the Citadel. you see he bows yeah. very deeply to you yeah, thank and says you. Uh, wizard of the citadel. And my name again is Captain Carcott. Yeah. Please, I
3: will remember you fondly to the Archmages of whom I to whom I apprentice.
1: Thank you very much, Captain Uh ah, priest, he goes up uh, yeah. Okay, yep. Uh what was that? Uh Appraising
5: the merits of the cargo. We- yeah, we
3: gotta go. I'm just gonna grab the other end of the grouper and like kind of huck the <laughs> fox and the
1: grouper behind me. <laughs> Come on. He says, uh, You didn't find it. I found it, is what the fox says. <laughs> you I, you did not find it. I found it. Okay.
0: Just, um. I keep dropping one shell and then like having to pick, stoop to pick it up. Oop. And then another one will pop off.
1: See, the captain looks down at the screaming fox and does have a moment of going, (laughs) huh, what? And you see the fox looks up and goes, should I not be, should I not be doing
3: it? Stop Stop it. Okay. You're the only one you know, like you, that can talk, right? Yeah. Imagine how weird that is for every other being you meet.
1: Yeah, but everything's so weird.
3: Damn, that's too deep. Come on. (laughs)
1: Uh, You head off to the Rhone, uh, a smaller vessel. Uh, It's now sort of bright midday, and you uh, go to the ship where a local Akami woman, um, dark brown hair tied back in sort of a tight, short ponytail, sort of uh, warm, tan skin, green eyes, and a stern countenance. You look at the vessel here and see that this is a local merchant vessel, something that sort of makes runs around the island, essentially. Um, and uh, this, the crew is incredibly small. As, as an imperial, you would see that this is like, this is the only way the ship can make money, is to have two little people doing too much work. Uh, crates of goods that have reason to move around the island, but are nonetheless not that valuable. You know, big things of like wool and lumber and things that are just going from one place to another that are hefty and bulky and need to get from one place to another, but nonetheless. Um, you see, uh, the captain of the Rhone looks up uh, and the name was given to you as uh, Captain Emless.
3: Captain Emless. Are you Captain Emless?
1: That I am, May I ask who is asking. Hello. Hi. Uh. I just give a curt little nod. Well met. It's been a long day. You, I can't imagine you've come seeking wool.
3: No. Just passage. Are you going to Port Allen?
1: It's our next port of call.
3: How much is it going to take to get on the boat, please? It's been so. It's, it's so eleven a.m. And I'm exhausted.
1: Uh, she looks at all of you and says, There's, uh, three of you. We'll say the fox is free, pets allowed. That'll be, uh, three gold pieces. Oh.
3: Fine. The Empire is generous and thanks you for your service. Can you go quickly?
1: She looks and says, Uh, She looks over and looks at Ursulan and goes, we can go whenever the ship is loaded. Two marks and we help. Uh, She holds out her hand. Okay, put the money in. Two imperial marks go in her hand uh, and you see that the sort of exhausted, dogged crew of this ship looks (laughs) at.
2: Why is the entire crew looking at me?
3: Ooh, okay. We're gonna help load the ship? Yes, all of us together? Is yes. that okay? Uh,
2: I look down at Ame. We're all going to help? Yes! Are you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> look at that. Please three true Ur- friends back together <laughs> Just, and, and not a damn thing has changed uh, I, I,
3: <laughs> Ursula <laughs> alright Phoebe looks like she wants to cry Ursula please help
1: we're, no, we're, yes of course <laughs> thank you uh, the the fox, gentlemen you see the fox looks at you and says I'm gonna get the front of the back
3: stop talking <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm? oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> Is that better?
2: Uh, I, uh, I, I take I take the fox's grouper and I rip it in half. Uh, oh! And I toss him half and I say, this is for me.
1: You see a part of the fox looks so mad and another part of him is like, he's, he's a wild one. I gotta respect it. I gotta respect <laughs> it. Unless you'd like to get the back, no, as you
2: said. If there was a- if there was I, a, Hey, you know what? Would you like to get the front? I hold up the front half of the grouper
1: or the back, fox. <laughs> I get whatever one you don't want. I get whatever one you don't want.
2: Uh huh. I toss the
1: back. He's, he's, the fox looks up at you and says, Honestly, I do like it. I like being treated this way. If there was a fox half my size, I'd push him around. I get it. Um,
2: uh, and I head off the boat and I say,
1: Gentlemen, uh, sirs, madam, how can I help? Uh, you see, they look and say, um, there's some lumber over here that's very heavy. Um, if you can just get one side and the two of us can get on the other side and try to.
2: Great, I have powerful builds. <laughs> I, push like I, I can push like I'm large. Uh,
1: so effectively you are a giant for like lifting yes. and pushing and carrying. So <laughs> one of the things that they're like, we'll get two on one side and you get on the other, you can just want it. It just goes yeah. up in your arms. Oh. You should get the next one. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, you see Ursulan take a, a bunch of these like thick caper like uh, uh, they're, they're actually called it's like a, a, a pallet of cants, which are these like long beams oh. for like making ships. Goes up over his shoulder and goes up the gangplank, and you're out of there in about like another. What was going to take like more than an hour of work from the crew? Fifteen minutes, it's done.
3: Is there coffee?
1: Does this boat have coffee? See Emma looks at you and says, coffee, we're carrying wool and lumber. Why would we, you need me to have coffee in the cargo? So it's a no. No, we don't have coffee. Do you want do you want a lime? One lime? You're gonna offer me. I'm offering you what we have, which is limes. What are you e- how long is this? I will take the lime see she tosses a line to you just hold it <laughs> and uh the roan uh, makes ready to sail um uh, I think I gather whatever
2: wherever we gather yeah. uh I say um when we get to Talon uh we will be looking for a a mage of a similar stature as Uh, Was J.B. also a hedge
1: mage? Ew. (laughs) Uh, Yes, but J... A hedge mage just refers to any occult practitioner who basically is, like, working with trash. You know, like... um, hedge. Actually, no. Hedge mage is a broader term than that. In a world with, like, sorcerers of the Dominion of Ruve and these Imperial wizards... Hedge mage technically refers to anyone outside of one of the great schools or like traditions of magic. If people wanted to be really hateful, they could theoretically refer to a witch as a hedge mage. Though doing that would be the fucking dumbest mistake you could make. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, but so so m- but more colloquially, it means like someone who's scraped together a practice of magic from odds and ends.
2: Right. Uh, so I say to them. Uh, when we arrive in Port Talon, we'll be looking for a uh, a hedge mage—one a bit more uh, substantial than uh, the ringmaster of the uh, carnival. Uh, JB. Uh, yes, like him,
3: but but a bit more. Uh, Any amount of magic is more than what he could do. All right. Well, then uh, above that. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm in a bad. Ma- do you want the slime? It's not that good. It's just the clothes, and the staff, and it's not... not everything's good. I... And I'm sorry.
0: I hand you a hot steaming cup of chicory. Ground
3: chicory. Mm.
2: Would you like it if we called you Your Excellency?
3: No. We
2: could do it just for the trip.
3: No, thank you. All right. Are you sure?
2: Your Excellency... I do like it a little. But don't. Okay. <laughs>
1: so she like just it. cuddles in between her friends <laughs> and sips her chicory. <laughs> uh, by the way, the passage you guys booked on this ship. Uh, Ursula, if you're, for you, this is like par for the course. You're going to be sleeping on bags of potatoes. I
3: hate this.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's not that bad. I've, you're not.
2: I've yet to right. be able to overcome the uh, the... Uh, how, how, it was, it's not a curse.
1: Uh, the term that you would use for it, th- that, that a spirit would use for it, is a taboo. taboo. Uh, a taboo. <clears throat> uh,
2: I've yet to overcome the taboo of being able to sleep in a bed. Oh. And uh, the same as when we spent the summer together, I, I still cannot sleep in a bed of any kind. You
3: know what? Honestly, feel rest. Oh. Sleeping in beds overrated. No, it's not. No, it's not. I didn't bring a bedroll because I thought I was going to be staying at the cottage. And then we went on. We were walking for so long. And I, I'm i so sad. I, I love beds. We have to fix your taboo. And you just have to be different. I mean, it's bad. This is bad.
0: Oh. oh, I don't have a taboo. I am fully
2: cursed.
0: I'm sure it'll work out. Oh, God. You're
2: cursed? You're cursed?
0: Oh, uh... Yeah?
3: Yeah, you, we got to catch everyone up. There's yeah. a reason we need the sword. The sword. I need to talk quieter. God. Just this boat's so small. It doesn't matter. It carries on the ocean. Please. You tell. I'm emotionally compromised. I actually don't know a whole lot more
0: than Suvi does. Um Grandmother Ren was Something was let in, and she was supposed to tell me about who we can trust and important secrets that were her own and uh, something to do with the spirits. But either she told me, and both of us were cursed and I forgot, or uh, she never did get to tell me, or... No, the information was stolen. It is stolen and is stored someplace, and we need wave. Breaker, to, to cut the curse
2: from me. That's the name of the sword? Yes. Mm.
3: The sword has a name. Your sword has a name. Oh, no. Remember how we used to use it for things like
0: scratching your back oh, or, yes. you know, like drawing designs on the floor? Yeah. Well, turns out it is a deeply important
3: artifact. I was walking around your cottage Everything in there is deeply important, and we were just running around it.
0: Mm. Well, something's all really important if it has significance to you,
3: and it didn't really have significance to us. The thing you said is not
1: profound. It's just incorrect. (sighs) I could could give or take beds, honestly. Beds, nice patch of grass. What? Have you ever slept in a bed? No. So you don't know? Yeah, I like to have an opinion.
2: <laughs> I swear to God, Fox.
4: <laughs>
2: the man I gave the sword to, his name is Finley. Finley? That's who we'll be looking for in Port Talon.
3: A hedge mage named Finley? Yes. Well,
2: Is it... Is that... Is there something...
3: No. No, I'm just going to remember. And Suvi's kind of working her fingers. Committing it to somewhere deep. We'll get it back. We'll get your sword back.
0: Now we have a lot of time to catch each other up on what we've been up
2: to. Who wants to go first?
1: I will.
3: (laughs) And Suvi launches into... (laughs)
1: <laughs> just like a tale of like... 100%. Uh, uh, so you guys hear about a life that is impossible to fucking imagine <laughs> at the Citadel. Just a... Eh, a eh, eh. Hold on. Go do it. What is... Let's go over
2: desert one more time.
3: So no, just... Just earth. So, okay. It was a beautiful wooded forest and then wizards got feisty and have you ever been what's the hottest you've ever been
2: I guess one time I stood in the sun for too long or I fell asleep in the sun and when I woke up I was quite hot but there was a lake nearby and I jumped in so I guess warm
0: okay I've had to do training where I, you know, stood in the fireplace to see how hot the temperatures would be that I could withstand. Grandmother Run said that it was very important, you know, to remember past history and, you know.
3: Anyway, um... Let me be super clear. That's actually crazy, and I want to halt my story and talk about how Amma had to stand in a fire.
0: No, please continue.
3: Nope, nope. We're coming back to that. What? So,
0: but wait, there's just a lot of sand. (laughs) It's more glass.
1: (laughs) Uh, the potatoes are warmed <laughs> by the light of your friendship as you begin to catch up. Even Ame and Suvi, in in your bonding, uh, in like the days you spent searching for Ursulan, still was like sort of a panic and a long day of tracking. And this is the first time that you've been traveling without having to actually move. Like it's hard to really converse while like you know hiking 20 or 30 miles every day. Uh, and you truly catch up, I hear amongst the potatoes. Um, uh, everyone give me a, uh, a constitution like check to weather the potato sleeping with aplomb.
3: Can I roll with disadvantage? You may add roll with <laughs> advantage. You roll with advantage for sure. Perfect. Natural one. Natural.
0: One. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: Perfect. 15. Uh, natural 19 plus three for
1: 22. 22, and, wait, and what, sorry, what did, what did? 15. Ame, 15. Uh, Ame This is perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Suvi, you awaken in the middle of the night to uh, uh, describe what like the ideal sleep constellation, because you're, <laughs> you're both out like fucking logs. Uh, what's the sleep constellation?
2: I think it's like, uh, we've got, Ursulon's got like a three potato headboard that then, <laughs> that then goes into like two potatoes he's got for lumbar support. Uh, and then you know he likes to have his sleep with his feet up so there's another bag of potatoes underneath them uh, and it's just taking up truly really so much room uh, like sleeps like almost like a tea <laughs> uh, and it's like constantly moving through the night and just kind of dragging his limbs across the floor um, it's not pretty yeah <laughs>
0: incredible I think and tell me this is okay with you Ame had had fallen asleep like sort of foregone all potatoes and uh, was on the floor and sort of had snuggled up against Ursula, but as the night we're we're on and he's like shifting around, she's gone full Totoro on top of him yes. and just like uh like fully her her whole body is like on his stomach uh,
4: and just snor-
0: uh,
1: <laughs> you have fully uh, uh and also like you sort of curlicute around. Yeah. Your fox, who is yeah. uh, in a in a little
2: ball, sleeping. So we're just like a weird like one of those like child toys of yeah. like, yes. a big green <laughs> ring, then a smaller yeah. Yeah. blue ring, sort
1: of stacked. Uh, and Suvi, uh, you awake? <laughs> you you awaken as one of Ursula's arm movements just sends a little cascade of russet potatoes <laughs> over your
4: face. Uh,
3: Suvi looks over and sees this like beautiful stack, uh, I think. It's really small on herself because she doesn't know how long you two stayed together when she was gone, and feels like she missed something.
0: Um. So, uh, you know, with the with the with the cascade of potatoes, and I I got a um. Twenty three, uh, for perception. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I go, ah, monkey, uh, and Did you I say look money? over, mm, monkey. And uh, so I was like, I look over and I see Suvi. I'm like, come here. Name,
1: gesture. Uh, I think having gotten up in the middle of the night, Suvi, you also feel probably like a need to go, like go find a privy somewhere, or like, go, you know, there's a. She's like, doing the
3: like. How do you pee on a boat? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ame pulls out from her satchel the blue cloak lining oh. that Suvi gave her when they were children. They had to say goodbye. Sorry, I
1: think you got the outer part of the cloak, right? I got the... Oh, oh yes. yeah, 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 Um,
0: And Ame pulls out from her satchel the blue outer lining of the cloak that Suvi gave her when they were children, this prized possession, the last thing that her mother gave her, and that Ame has slept with as a security blanket all these years and fluffs it into a little tiny bit of a pallet and gestures for her to come over.
3: Okay, but I'm like a very important wizard.
0: Uh-huh. Yes, very important. Okay. And talk, I'm just talk, scrabbling
3: yes. awkwardly across. Yes, yes, Your Excellency. Uh, I know you're making fun of me, but I do like it. And we will fall asleep and she will grab a tuft of Ursuline's fur like oh. she used to when she was little, and immediately
1: pass out. Incredible, fully, fully asleep. <laughs> um, uh, amazing. Um, you guys uh, snooze through the night, uh, and um, the next day passes uh, without incident it's just a little, it's basically like two quick days, you've saved a lot of time, it's like two quick days sailing up to Port Talon um uh, the next day there's not that much work it's you know a long lazy day of getting passage on a ship um, the next uh, night uh, rolls around uh, and there's a couple of hours of night probably before it's like actually time to uh, go to sleep, what do you think you guys would be doing uh, on the ship uh, It's one of those things where there's like thick cloud cover overhead, so the ocean is quite dark. You see the dark coastline of a calm to the south, or to the west and to the south of you. And uh, looking out over the starboard, starboard is right, right? Yes, correct. Looking out over the starboard bow, you see the ocean thick clouds overhead and the moon is low enough in the sky that it gets to sort of peek in under the clouds and cast some light across the ocean. Um, Where do you think you guys find yourselves in those like early evening hours uh, before heading to bed?
2: Uh, Ursulon has definitely uh, found a moment of like solitude Uh, and is uh, <laughs> is uh quietly, like, too, as to not be noticed or found or seen or heard. Uh, is just quietly brandishing his sword. Just oh, all, right, all right, form one guard. Like right, oh shit no, it's, guard no uh, uh, arm high and stab uh, stab. Oh, what? How did fight two go again? Um, <laughs> it was, oh, jump attack. That was, oh, oh. and it's just desperately trying to remember the moves from the show, and then things he learned in his childhood from uh, you know uh, people in Toma. Uh, just trying to recount any sort of like because uh, I think it's been any it's been quite a while, at least since he joined the uh, yes. troop two years ago has done no sword fighting outside of, or any sort of having to defend himself outside of uh, outside of this show.
1: So you've sort of found a little place like off on an upper deck somewhere that you're not in line of sight. Ame, wh- wh- where do you think you find yourself?
0: Oh, uh, if I don't have any other work that I can help with, um, I will, uh, you know, just sort of be... If I don't have any work to do, uh, I will have emptied out some of the contents of my pouches and my satchels and be working on little enchantments or tokens or uh, uh, experimenting or pressing flowers that I brought with me. A witch's work is never done. <laughs>
4: mm.
0: Just a little, list, a little bit of that Tchotchkes and Who's and what do, Gers?
1: Uh, so you're down in your little area of the hold that you kind of swirled up on, and you—oh, uh, are, are,
0: well, I'd be—I'd be up on deck. Oh, everything. up on deck. Yeah, cool. it's like yeah. kind of near near the uh, prow of
1: the ship, if I can. Oh, you go find a little uh, near yeah. the bowsprit. Yeah, up there, getting to feel the rise mm. and fall, the ship in the water. It's very—it's now <sighs> for these for these one of these people is literally from the world of spirits, and the other is from <laughs> the Citadel being on the front of a big old boat going up and down (laughs) on the sea. This is a lot of adventure for Ame. Oh,
0: this is
1: so neat. Uh, And you see that uh, your fox is uh, uh, sort of snoozing, his little sort of tummy rising and falling like a little sleeping furry critter. Occasionally
0: I'll be like, Charlie. What about Charlie? You
1: like that (laughs) one? What happens if I'm in a room with a thousand Charlies? (laughs) You got me there. Yeah. Yeah. I do got you there, all right? Uh, what is the What is it? What, what, did, what did they call? What did they call? What, the, 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 the... lady The lady here Ocean. and the guy on the other ship had the same name, and no one seemed bothered about that.
0: No, they the captain is like a title.
1: A, like a book?
0: No, not like a book, unless the book is about... D- uh, the people that uh, direct a ship. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know. You just frustrate me for some reason and I can't quite put my hand on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <gasps> Sorry, <laughs> I don't want anything. God, I was so scared of that. He's <laughs> so big. He's like a lion or a bear or something huge. It's like an owl, cat, bear, lion, dog, everything. All of it in one animal. Bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, and where is
3: Suvi? Uh, I think at some point, Suvi might sh- sort of shyly move over to Ursalon. Oh. Just, hey, what you doing?
2: Um, uh, I think uh, Ursalon, ha- uh, like does a gently puts the sword behind his back. Um, I was, uh, I was, uh, um, I was looking over the sword to make sure it would be effective. It was necessary.
3: I didn't do a lot of training, but I had to practice a lot, too, if you want to practice together. Oh,
2: is it? I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, here, you take mine, and okay. I'll um, I find, uh, like, a, is, there a, is there a broom nearby? Uh,
1: yeah, you can find. Oh, there's a mop nearby. For I the take deck.
2: the mop, and uh, I look around for any crew members.
1: Uh, you don't see any crew members. Snap. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the two of you begin cool. to uh, spar a
2: little bit here on the... Um. Can we just see how if... Yeah, I, I- <laughs>
1: think
2: Are you proficient in the swords at all?
3: Uh, I am. Fuck, okay. <laughs> nah.
2: Go for it, let's see it. Right. I just want to see, I just want to see... 12? Uh. I got a nineteen. Yeah, I do think Ursalan. There is a little. There's a couple of moments where Ursalan gets one over on you, yeah. and it is uh It's a. There's a genuine glee that he can't. He can't hope.
3: oh ah! Ow. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, sorry. it's okay. It's okay.
2: Ow. <laughs> it just would have been a kill stroke. If,
1: yeah. If, <laughs> if I know.
2: Actual combat. Thank um, you for using <laughs> the mop
1: and not the thing that would have killed me. Um. As you guys are. It's like. It's a real joy, and I think Urslan there's, there's like, obviously you guys are feeling it and and creating it in this moment. But uh, for both, it's I think we know it's been a long time for Urslan We've just seen Ursula in a very sad chapter of his life. I think, Suvi, for you too, there's yeah. an element of like. Um, uh, Everything in the Citadel. You have, you have had so much fun in the Citadel. But I don't know if you've had that much joy in the Citadel.
3: Yeah. This is just... Uh, I remember I used to watch you and um, Lohan the Baker
2: uh, practicing.
3: Yes. And every time I had to practice forms at the Citadel, I would think of how fun it would be to show you that maybe I could practice with you, too. So this is this is really good for me. So uh, thank you, even though you're poking the absolute shit out of me.
2: Uh, yes, you'll uh, want to keep your guard up a little bit more, um, but I, okay. I I feel similarly. It's uh, the only opportunities I've had to use a sword at all have been in defense of my life. So, but it is those times with Lohan just... Playing
3: is fun. I haven't played since I left that
1: summer. Well, raise your card because ah, we're guck! about to play now, ha! Ha! Uh, <laughs> uh, At the front of the ship, uh, um, again, in the night, um, the clouds kind of stretch a little bit and the moon dips behind them and just another little band of stars. Um, uh, you see the little lantern of the bowsprit, uh kind of goes the candle sort of sputters and goes out uh and uh uh Ame, you uh, hear a voice saying uh, uh begging your pardon ma'am i need to um replace the uh and you see captain emless uh uh look at you and say uh feel free to continue your your craft but um do you mind if I scoot past? Oh
0: yes, uh, of course. Excuse me. Um,
1: what? If you if you don't mind my asking, what are you? Uh, what are you working on up here?
0: Oh, uh, uh, well, I always have like have little tokens on hand, you know, um, to give out to people. They have little special properties or make them feel a certain way. Oh, uh, you seem interested. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh Of course, it's hard not to be. You, I know you're a companion of uh, the Wizard of the Citadel, but this seems to be a sort of strange craft all its own.
0: Oh, um yes, I am. I'm a witch. <sighs> oh, my goodness.
1: Well, I hope you're the kind that will have our ship make it safely to shore rather than the other way around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, of course.
1: <sighs> I've known... <laughs> Um have known plenty of witches who uh, would not be so kind as you.
0: You've known plenty of witches?
1: The moon comes back into the sky, sailing, and it casts the light on one side of her face, and the shadow that it casts from the other side stretches endlessly into the night all the way to the shore. She says, yeah, you seem like a small and sweet little witch. The captain opens her mouth, and darkness slithers out.
5: That was Lou Wilson as Ursuline, Erika Ishii as Ame, Abria Iyengar as Suvi, and Brennan Lee Mulligan as everyone and everything else. Worlds Beyond Number is edited, designed, and scored by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, with additional sound designed from Michael Gelphi Studios. For even more like this, join us on our Patreon. We'll see you there.